Disobedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the goop that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every How much do you know about like actual Krampus? Krampus? Yeah, like the real Krampus and like the lore. Grab kids, put them in cages, whip them with a bunch of sticks and shit. Yeah, that's about what I know because that's all the stuff that I learned from Dwight Schrute on The Office. He was like, yeah, there's some sticks. He eats kids sometimes. And I was like, all right, cool, Dwight. You keep doing that thing. Yeah. Schnoggle Fritz. Is that a word? Is that a thing? Fuck if I know, bro. Is that? A, I, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm throwing things out there and I'm hoping that I hit something. I'm pretty sure it's not. Schnoggle fruits. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, sometimes you throw things out and it works and, you know, sometimes it doesn't. There's a hit and a miss and I don't know what... I, you don't You don't have the authority to tell me if I hit or miss, so... But you should cut all of this out. It's terrible. Well, maybe I'll cut some of it, but, you know, I, I think that was a word and I'm waiting for someone to tell me that it was. Anyway, Krampus... 2015 that's what's happening you know what guys you know what's up welcome to christmas in september because you know in horror soup uh i don't know we we have all holidays we got all of them dude you 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 gave me like the strangest assignment by asking me to watch this movie why is that just uh, i so we just had a cold snap over here like it was like like a high of like 54 yesterday okay um, so it got real cold, real fast. Very hot here. And then today, when I'm going to watch this movie, it's cold. It's a Christmas movie, and I'm like watching it in the middle of the day, like before I go to work. And it just like I felt like I was on Christmas vacation. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm home at a time that I normally wouldn't be home, and I'm like cold and like watching this Christmas movie. It was it was strange. I had an interesting viewing experience because I closed my blackout curtains, which is not any different from what I do any other day, and I blasted <laughs> uh, fans directly on myself, so it felt like Christmas, you know? <laughs> well, to me, every day is the same, but, you know, it felt like Christmas to me because Christmas it falls under insane. one of the other 365 days of the year where I'm also laying in my room with fans blasting on me with my blackout curtains closed. Well, you're you're a man of simple habits. It it was great. It felt like, you know, Christmas in September. And, you know, if you're an avid listener of the show, uh, show your support by leaving a five-star rating on iTunes. That's a segue. You guys ever heard of that? Those things that those people, like, write on and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Paul Blart uh, likes them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but they're, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool things. I, w- I actually wish I had one. I don't. You know what? You guys keep leaving five-star reviews. Maybe people will... You know, like the show, it'll outweigh the review scolding me about not pronouncing a person's name wrong or not discussing, like, uh, you know, novels on my movie podcast. And then maybe eventually I can fulfill my dreams of buying a Segway. 
I hope not. Don't don't leave a five wait, star. Wait, wait, no, no, no. I want to say, guys, guys, guys. He does want me to have a segue. He's being stubborn right now, but I can assure you that he wants to be around me when I have the the. Or did I say a, a segue? I actually, my dreams are higher now. I want oh. to purchase a subway system, and I want to ride on what? it by day. No. I no. want. I want my That's own stupid. personal subway system, and I want a uh, handrail so I can ride it. Where? Through the system. Where's the system? Uh, well, I, I okay. I will either Where have does one it go. Depending on the price, I will either <laughs> buy a pre-existing subway and I will close it off to the general public, or we can have a new one made. But it's just whatever the price, whatever whichever one's cheaper. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to get like an like an extravagant like subway or Segway, but like I do want it to have rails that I can hold on to and like you know feel the wind through my loins. Speaking of, you remember in uh, Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, whenever they have their, like, lair in, like, an abandoned, like, subway station? It's so fucking cool. I can tell you right now that I don't remember anything specific from any, like, uh, like numbers of Ninja Turtle stuff. It's all kind of just the same thing to me. So anything <laughs> I saw in Ninja Turtles is Ninja Turtles to me. <laughs> I wasn't, like, I didn't get, like, deeper and deeper into it, but I did watch Ninja Turtles when I was younger, and I did fucks with it of the heavy variety but it just all blended together i was like these are turtles of ninjas and these are cool things that are happening all right you gotta start another another podcast yeah yeah let's do it so ninja turtles extreme um it's the it's the <laughs> podcast where we discuss ski movies and just mention ninja turtles no it's gonna be a pretty good podcast man dude ninja turtles is the perfect combination of like comic book shit and horror shit it's so fucking good we're gonna do a ski movie next week okay that's the subway <laughs> so thanks to you james you night shift video you wow thank you for being here it's christmas yep, yep, i'm here i'm here i wrapped presents today and you know what? Thank you to Anthony Carrera for picking another interesting movie for us to discuss. I really don't know why this guy was like, hey, you want to do a Christmas movie in September? But he gave me a couple options. I chose the Christmas movie. Seemed fun. Oh, this was like a, a recent submission. I just I, I just imagined that this might have been something someone was like, hey, you should do this like back in like november and then like it's like ah shit we never got around to that one <laughs> not whatsoever this is a fair this is like within the past couple months uh and uh yeah you know he just he okay. wanted a christmas movie around this time it's just it, the season's greetings fuck i love it let's go i have no issue with it because i kind of honestly i think i'm a weird person uh in the sense that i don't know if i ever watch holiday movies around holiday times like i think i watch the complete opposite and i think i do watch holiday movies but i probably watch them on the wrong holiday or just on random like days of the year it's because men like you just want to watch the world burn mm, mm. this is just not a normal behavior but there are a select few of you out there two years ago i did watch things killing every day for a month of November or of, of a November month. Oh no, it oh, was okay. November. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I should have said that. I sound a little facetious. <laughs> watch, watch it every day of July just to just to be a dick. <laughs> to be fair, there probably was also another month of that year that I did watch Things Killing like every day of the month, but that wasn't like to spite. Was it was it on purpose? No, probably not. I think I just it just happened to be that I was watching Things Killing a lot. I think I was already watching Things Killing a lot, and I was like, well, let's just do the. The Thanks Killing Every Day Challenge. Uh, it, I, I, this is a good Christmas movie. I'm excited to watch it. It got me excited for some other spooky Christmas shit that I like too. So, like Dead Rising 4. 
I okay. I love playing that game around, but I only oh, played it around game? Christmas. Yeah. Oh, nice. I. <laughs> it's a it's a zombie game in a mall at Christmas. Okay. You know what? This almost went to a mall, and for a second, I was like, "Are they going to make it to the mall?" <laughs> I wish. Dude, can you imagine? Is there a sequel with Krampus in the mall? I don't think this movie has a sequel. There's just other Krampus movies out there. Are they kind of like the? I feel like some of the covers look the same. Like you, you told me that you know Michael Dougherty. It's Dougherty, right? That's how you pronounce it. I believe so. I thought it was like Dougherty or like like Doe and then like a QWERTY keyboard, like keyboard. You know, without like the quir. Dougherty. Uh, you might you you could buy it. it could be Dougherty. I would pronounce it Dougherty the way that I see it. But moving on. Yeah, I told you that. What about that? What's what? Yeah, I told you about that. It's time for you to take it from here. Oh my, yeah, Michael Michael Dougherty made this movie. What what did I, what else did I tell you? Uh, that he didn't make other ones, and I want you to elaborate. I'm hoping you have more information than I do. That he didn't make other ones. What the fuck are you talking yep, about? That he didn't make the other Krampus movies. Oh, I don't think he did. Did he? Did he? Am I wrong? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, the other Krampus, because Krampus is just like a folklore. Like, it's just like someone making a Snow White movie. Like, anybody can make a Snow White movie. So, like, Amityville, anyone can make an Amityville movie, because... Yes. Okay, okay, I'm following... No, I'm following now. I get it. <laughs> Trust me, no, I get it now. So, was this the first Krampus movie, though? Were there others before this? There weren't any I know I'm aware of. I think one got snuck in, released... Before, like right before this one because it was one of those ones where like hoping that people will watch theirs instead of watch the quote unquote real one you know no yeah you're right uh 2013 Krampus uh the Christmas Devil and then I mean what's that other one's called like Holiday Chronicle or, or Christmas Horror Story or something that's basically uh Krampus versus Santa Claus oh I have no idea what that is that's a thing what, what what's that, what's all that about you give, give me the details go oh, floor is yours god damn it I gotta go find it now I think it's called Christmas horror story. Yep. And it's literally like Krampus versus Santa Claus. Uh, it's got William Shatner in it. Okay, but what else did he do before? Superman Returns. He was the writer. Uh, X-Men 2. He doesn't even have a bunch of credits to this day. No, he's not like a heavy hitter by any means. No, but I mean, Trick or Treat is uh, uh, kind of top tier. I mean, Urban Legends Bloody Mary might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, Trick or Treat is is literally one of the, the best horror movies, but he's not someone who's made a bunch of shit. Yeah, I will say that I respect, like, everything about this movie because I sat around before, like, actually watched it and watched, like, a lot of the bonus features, like, with the cast and then, like, the production and then, like, all the props and prosthetics they use and just everything, like everything on this movie was built from the ground up and just like by hand like all the sets like all the houses that you see in the background those are actually just like big old prints that they like put like icy and like snow stuff all over yeah. and they showed you how they uh they give you like a really good behind the scenes of how they just made the entire set and just like use different kinds of things for snow like in a bunch of different shots and everything and the movie looks incredible and like i mean it's basically like a Christmas puppet master. Yeah, it really is. There's uh, there's several times where I thought of puppet master whenever I was watching this movie. Um, also, don't uh, don't as far as the way it looks, don't forget about the uh, animated scene in the middle, which like looks 
almost just as good as like any fucking Tim Burton thing you've ever seen. Like it's it's so good. I will say I didn't care about that. It didn't really change <laughs> anything for me, but it was cool. Like, yeah, you're right. It was a really you good animated love scene. I just animated scenes in horror movies. It's one of your favorite fucking things about Lamageddon. <laughs> I was literally just going to cut you off right now and say the only one that I care about is Lamageddon. And then you just kept talking. So, like, I don't care. Remember when there was that? Wasn't there an animated scene in, like, uh, uh, Sunset Society? Like, yeah, I didn't and care you for loved that. it. Oh, you loved it. You fucking loved that shit. I don't think that's true. Did I? I don't know about that. It was the best part of that movie. Yeah, but that movie was really bad. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> My point still stands. Yeah, but the acting was atrocious. Who who was the fucking lead of that again? It was um fucking... Lemmy. Lemmy. Yeah, I was gonna say Big Mole. <laughs> Dude, that movie sucked. Like that you movie can't, was so bad. You can't use that as an example. Lamageddon was just badass, so like anything about it was it was animated fucking llamas shooting lasers. Of course I was gonna like that. Like, are you right, kidding dude, me? You were talking about the look of the movie and you forgot something, so I was just trying to fucking help, okay? Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh this had a budget of fifteen million dollars at a box office of sixty one and a half million, which is pretty good, but honestly, I I thought it would have been higher. Uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I don't know that a lot of people who aren't huge horror fans know who Dowerty is. So I think they're just like Christmas horror movie and, you know, a lot of people aren't into that shit. But to be fair, too, I also didn't see it in theaters and I didn't really have any reason not to. I was just like, I don't know. I guess I wasn't completely interested in it like I was, but not seeing it immediately. I was only interested in it because I knew it was the guy who did Trick or Treat. And so I'm like, yep, opening night, I'm there. Like, And you said you didn't enjoy it the opening night, right? Yeah, <clears throat> it's weird. I I think it was, ju- I was just super underwhelmed. And I think that I was just expecting Trick or Treat. And it's hard to like live up to that. I was like, oh, can this be Christmas Trick or Treat? Like, that'll be fucking amazing. And it, it isn't, but the tone is also different like it's not like he wasn't trying to make it christmas trick-or-treat honestly though on that note i feel like he kind of should have like i love this movie this was amazing but he should have made christmas trick-or-treat i think he should have i agree i think that like that's also part of what underwhelmed me is like he just made this really interesting world with like a lot of characters like when you think about like Krampus and the elves and all of his fucking minions. I mean, like, it's almost like the first Hellraiser level of, like, creating your own fucking, like, fiction and, like, all this, like, how does all this shit works? What's the hierarchy and, like, all these really unique characters? Uh, and we didn't get to play with them as much as I would have liked to. I, I, I want to know more, but you're not gonna make Krampus too. So I would have liked, like, maybe a more individual, like, uh, anthology type style where I could see a little bit more of that, kind of like you get in Trick or Treat. I would have just liked more murder, like just more hardcore, like <laughs> brutal murder. Just like you just you just wanted an unrated version. You wanted the same movie but an unrated version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I do like, and it's what we talked about right before we started this, is that this is a PG thirteen horror movie. It's really good. You actually didn't think it was PG thirteen at first. I didn't. I really didn't. The only reason I did is because I started thinking about it. I was like, well, there wasn't that much blood, and I don't remember a single F-bomb being dropped. There wasn't, like, any nudity or anything like that. So yep. I figured it's probably PG-13, and it is. And you know what? For a PG-13 movie, really good. I I mean, 
as uh, someone who's not 13, I don't see why any movie in the world should not be PG-13. You know, I don't get, I don't have kids either, so I really don't need to cater to anyone. So I would prefer if everything was just destruction, especially in horror. But, you know, I, I get it. You know, some things you want to market a little better, but... Especially knowing that this only made uh 60 million now though, like that's still really good. I mean, obviously they still made good money for it, and like for horror, that's still pretty great. But I think it should have been rated R. It's like it's like 50-50, right? Like when you make a PG thirteen horror movie, you're betting on not horror fans for the most part. And you're betting on just more ticket sales because you're getting younger people in and like, you know, you just have a more open market and this, that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I feel like you're also alienating some people that want a rated R movie. So it's like... For sure. Ah. For sure. And so then it's like, if <clears throat> if it was rated R, maybe it would have been more for actual horror fans. When Then it's like, which one would have made more if you went full on on the horror fans or the fact that you didn't? I think that this movie, you could make a case that because it's a Christmas horror movie, so, like, there's already a section of people that aren't going to fuck with that, like, with the religiosity involved, it, if you went straight R, you may have actually made more money. Like, I think that you could make that case. Yeah, I mean, that might be true. Um, Christmas horror movies are kind of weird. They're kind of, I feel like they're... I feel like people are more okay with it now. Like It's true. It, it, we're progressing as a society, which is really good. Uh, also, I would like to say, I think it's interesting how he kind of rips off a lot of big Christmas movies in this, sort of like as homages a little bit on like different story beats or like different visual things that happen. Like, I saw moments of the movie that were Home Alone. I saw moments of the movie that are Christmas Vacation. Like, I think that's really interesting, too. Yeah, it would have been cool if someone got, like, you know, shot in the eye or something. And then someone was like, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> I mainly just couldn't get over the fact that this was Christmas Puppet Master. Yeah, yeah, it is Christmas Pu Puppet Master, for sure. It's not a problem, though. It almost makes you wonder, why isn't there a proper Christmas Puppet Master movie? Or is there? There might be. I have not watched them all. But, like, why isn't there just, like, Puppet Master Christmas, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I really haven't seen any of them beside the first one so um i don't know you know how this movie opens up with uh like just a the worst parts of christmas fueled capitalism well there was like this little kid that was kind of just staring at the other kid and he was like drooling in his hand basically and i was more focused on the fact that like i remember like you know meeting other like family members or something when I was younger, and there would just be, like, some kid who's just weird as hell, and I would just have to stand next to them. You know, yeah, I think I was in memory lane, so I didn't really care about capitalism at the time. Wait, are you talking about whenever he meets his cousins? Yeah. You yeah. were skipping so many things already. What am I skipping? I don't feel like that much happened before that. The whole opening scene is this montage of how terrible Christmas is because it leads to these capitalism-fueled riots of people fighting over shit in stores and, like, punching each other and trampling each other and shit. Yeah, that seemed pretty small in comparison to that kid that was drooling, in my opinion. And then you, we get introduced to the first characters because we see this kid's pageant and Rudolph and a wise man are getting in a fight. Yeah, you know, that all seemed pretty small in comparison to that one kid that was drooling. Oh, my God. You've, you've skipped so many things. Uh, so also, there's a, there's a really important scene that happens here. 
I I mean before before we meet the the extended family, we're getting to know the the main family. So you got Tom, Adam Scott, Tony Collette playing Sarah, and this fucking MJ kid playing Max. So we have this this little scene with all of them and Beth. I didn't write down uh, the actress's name for Beth, uh, but we watch them all like have these moments of like showing that they've become disillusioned about Christmas. So like they have this family tradition of like wrapping presents and watching Charlie Brown, which I thought that was interesting too. That there's another reference to Charlie Brown in this, like there is in uh, Trick or Treat. Something about Charlie Brown shitting out of his ass or something. Not, no, no, that's whenever the kids like I forget the actor's name, but he's like digging the he's the principal that's like burying the guy in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. Would the would the kid yell "fuck Charlie Brown" or "your Charlie Brown's whack" or he's something? Like, he's, he's like, "Dad, let's let's carve a pumpkin," and he's like, "Go watch Charlie Brown. I'll be in there in a minute." Oh wait, Charlie goes, Brown's an asshole. Charlie huh? Brown's an asshole. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that is one of like the best lines of all time. I wish I remember that off the top of my head. I'm I'm bad with quotes sometimes, but. Yeah, God. <laughs> you just you needed you needed me to set you up with the rest of the dialogue then you had it but yeah so he talks about charlie brown again in this and so then like the dad basically finds the first excuse he can to like cancel on their like family tradition or whatever he's like oh yeah you had a bad day at the thing so you could do that yourself buddy i gotta do a work phone call or whatever the fuck and then you have uh tony collette is hanging up the fucking uh portrait that they got with the mall santa and she sees that like the mall santa's like checking out her teenage daughter's ass in the family portrait wait i didn't even notice that yeah and she like reacts to it like you're seeing all the characters like have this like oh fuck christmas moment like every single person wait why is tony collette always noticing like these little like just (laughs) odd occurrences that are going on around her like she is very aware of her surroundings at all times in every role she plays she plays that character very well she does characteristic that she just understands she does and then Beth is talking about the fam- the the cousins and everybody coming to stay. And she's like, I don't want to share my room this year. Da, 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 da. She's like, last year I found a piece of shit in my bed. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> if that happened to me, if that happened to me, like, you're over here. You're staying in my bed. And you're going to Lincoln log my shit, bro. Honestly. I'm going to, you can keep the bed, but I'm burning you alive in it. You're done. We're all done. The whole, actually, the whole fucking house can go. Don't, no. <laughs> but they said it was Rosie. It was the, the English bulldog. They said it was hers. Oh, that's okay then. <laughs> that's okay. That that dog was the cutest dog I've ever seen in my life. That is the squishiest boy. It, yeah, yeah. He, she really was. She was amazing. It's actually played by a boy dog though. Son of a bitch. Holy shit. I'm surprised people don't get upset about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's some some conservative asshole out there that's like, you forced this male dog to play a female on screen or something like that and just, like, really making a big fucking deal. Honestly, I would not be surprised. Yeah, let me check because I know the dog is on IMDb. Yeah, or the dog's name is <laughs> the Thor. The dog is on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. It says Thor is an actor known for Krampus 2015. <laughs> So you know what? Actually, I guess I'm not 
I'm assuming that, that Thor is a boy because... Oh, so now we're just going to assume yeah, genders based now on I'm, now names. Out, uh, now you're rough. the asshole. Yeah, so I guess, I guess uh, you know, maybe don't outweigh those five-star reviews. Maybe I deserve them. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> you can find a big old good picture of Thor smiling on IMDb. Oh, my God. I might have to make that my phone background. <laughs> oh, and he's not the first Thor. What is uh, XIV? Damn, he's the... Oh, man. How many is that? <laughs> which number Thor is that? Uh, is that 14? I think... Is that what it is? Because what... Uh, which one? I can't remember which I one's is... 5 and 10. Is V 10? V is 5, but if the if there's an I... But if there's an I before the V, you subtract it. Yeah, and then the X is 10? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I think that's 14. Hopefully we got that right. 14. Otherwise, we look like idiots, and I'm not going to fact check this later, so... <laughs> I'm hoping we did that right. Uh, you know what's crazy too? When you're going down the IMDb, um, did you see who voiced some of the characters in this? Uh, no, I didn't see any of the the voices. So there's a character named Clumpy. Let me see who Clumpy is. Uh, <laughs> I don't see any pictures of Clumpy. I'm gonna say yeah, they might not include him. Yeah, whichever character Clumpy was, uh, Justin Roiland voiced Clumpy. Son of a bitch, really? And there's also a Lumpy, voiced by Seth Green. I wonder if those are just the elves. I don't know. Like maybe the. I feel like most other little Who's like characters in this were just making weird noises. So I'm like, oh, wait, shit. what did they no, bring no, them no, in no. for? Wait, what? They were the. They had to be the, gingerbread, the, gin- men. the gingerbread men. Oh my god! Because there was exactly three of them: Clumpy, Dumpy, and Lumpy. Oh. So who Seth did- Green and Justin Roiland are two of the gingerbread men. Yeah, Dumpy was uh, Brian Burns. I don't know. Who, yeah. Who, wait, Brian Burns. Oh, they uh, they work on Bravest Warriors, which is a Pendleton Ward show. Oh, 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 oh I have not watched that, dude. It's so fucking good. It's ju- it's only on YouTube. What the fuck is Beyond Grandpa? Oh, I've heard of that. That's a cartoon. Really? Yeah, I think it's a Cartoon Network show. Did it spawn like Uncle Grandpa or something? No, I don't think they're necessarily related. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Uncle Grandpa is necessarily related. To be fair, also true. I, well, maybe he's very related. Could be the opposite. Anyway, that's a fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah, so we should probably get into this. Uh, there, it really, there is a star-studded cast on this movie, and it's kind of crazy, amazing. You know, I guess I could keep going for another quick second because there's also Berta from Two and a Half Men, which kind of blew me away. She's the housekeeper, and honestly, like I never liked Two and a Half Men. It just kind of made my brain hurt. Oh, the show's terrible, but she's great. Yeah, it's the worst show in the world. My grandpa would watch it all the time, <laughs> but Berta was always funny as hell because she kind of just came in and she was like, you're all idiots. Fuck you. Goodbye. Yep. So I was like, yeah, dude, you're right. You keep going. You tell them. And she kind of has that same vibe in this movie. <laughs> I would say she 100. I would say she plays the same character and she's still funny <laughs> as hell. And actually, like, she's rest amazing. in peace because she just died last year. It was like October 12th of last year. Dude, that's such a bummer. Yeah, I didn't even know that until I looked her up after uh, getting into this movie, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, I wonder if there was like other stuff going on or something around that time because I don't, I didn't hear anything about it. I mean, I guess to be fair, her her name's Conchata Farrell, and I don't think that I've ever heard her name. She's just the the characters that she plays, you know. That's very fair because even right now, I was just calling her Berta, and now I feel a little bad, but you know what? I can't <laughs> do anything about what I knew. Right, right. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's rough, but, you know, rest in peace to... What was it? Conchata Farrell. Rest in peace, Berta. Or or Aunt Dorothy, if you prefer. From what? From this. Oh, yeah, I already <laughs> forgot that. I was like, wait, uh, uh, from where now? 
Uh, she also plays one of the like neighborhood, like the kind of bitchy like neighborhood in Edward ladies. Scissorhands. In Edward Scissorhands, yeah, I like vaguely remember that. <laughs> it's like the way, like it's not a big role, is it? Like, isn't she only there like a little bit? Yeah, I mean they 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 flash to like those bitchy ladies just like a, a few different times throughout the movie. You know? Okay, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I have a question to ask you. Did you get like reverse Step Brothers vibes from the dinner scene? Oh yeah, I could see that. Usually, like, Adam Scott was, like, you know, berating John C. Riley and Will Ferrell, but instead he was getting berated by uh, David <laughs> Koshner, and I was like, this is kind of good. Seem- seems about right, right? Dude, and honestly, they w- they did so well together, and when I was watching the behind the scenes, they uh, there was, like, a couple scenes where people were talking about um, Adam and David, and they were like, yeah, you know, we kind of just, like, let them do their thing together, and they were just kind of ad-libbing and fucking with each other the whole time, and they were both yeah. just like, yeah, you know, we just kind of got each other's vibe, and we were just messing with each other and making jokes the whole time. Yeah, Koster's one of those guys, I mean, he's he's really typecast as, like, an arrogant, like, piece-of-shit asshole in a ton of stuff, because he plays that part really, really well. He's so good at it. He's so funny. But also, like, anything that I've heard, at least, from, like, interviews or, like, people talking about him on podcasts and shit say that he's just, like, the easiest, best person to work with. He was on Rick Glassman's podcast one time. Oh, yeah? And it is... If you don't know who Rick Glassman is, like, first off, he is funny as hell. He's a <laughs> really entertaining dude, and his podcast is crazy well-produced. Like, it's insane what he does on that show. But he has David on there, and he is literally just the calmest like he's just so (laughs) like his voice is almost like quiet and just like i feel like he's so uh uh he almost sounds shy sometimes but he's not at all like i mean but right it's just because he's such a nice guy like he's so funny though he's he's a great person but yeah i also felt like this is another one of those moments where he's really uh kind of parodying like Christmas movies because it feels so much like Christmas vacation whenever the whole family comes in. Uh, David Kushner's character, Howard, is basically Cousin Eddie. Like, there's just a lot of similarities. And aside from similarities, you know, we just got Berta. You know, she's over here being Bree's mom. She's exclaiming that she's nowhere near tired of eating macaroni uh, with sliced hot dogs in it. She's making, like, Jew jokes and stuff. And then, like, fucking Tony Collette. She's just trying to survive. <laughs> Poor Tony Collette. It's kind of the greatest thing, though. Like, uh, <laughs> aside from the Jew jokes, it was Bree's mom right down to a T. Because th- you remember that scene, <laughs> right? Where, like, Tony's just like, yeah, oh, you know, no, you're yeah. just eating fucking macaroni with sliced hot dogs all the time. And then Bird comes in, she's like... Because, oh, oh, because she's like, aren't you tired of eating the macaroni with sliced hot dogs? And then Bird is like, hell no, what are you talking about, brother? Yeah, she says, I thought your family might want to take a break from macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. And then Aunt Dorothy goes, well, you were wrong. <laughs> that's literally Bree's mom. <laughs> Down to a T. I feel like that's a quote. Like, she's actually said that, like, probably within the past week. <laughs> and then what's up with that kid going Santa crashed, destroyed his legs cut up and ate his reindeer to survive being stranded I was like bro you're like nine <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was a little much for them telling that telling Max that Santa died also I thought it was funny that we see very clearly at that moment that Max has a black eye and literally no one has said anything about it wait he has a black eye really he has a black eye from getting in a fight with the wise man <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I just realized that I have a lot of Krampus stuff for someone who's never seen the movie. I have Oh my the, god. I have the Blu-ray. I have uh Funko Pop. And then I also have uh Krampus hot sauce. <laughs> Look at you go. You got a whole Krampus collection. Yeah, this is the first time I have ever seen this thing in my life. So the cousins are reading Max's letter to Santa, which actually is super like nice it's the nicest thing in the world and they're treating him like he's a piece of shit it's like hey i hope everything gets better like with my family you know things have been like pretty rough between my dad and my mom lately and then he's like you know what like everything aside even though they're kind of mean to me i really hope that like howard and like these little shithead kids all like everything gets better for them and like just good wishes to all of us and they're like you fucking asshole (laughs) yeah somehow he is the asshole for wanting to everyone to improve their station in life and caring about them yeah like they're the one (laughs) bullying him telling him that santa's fucking murdering and chopping up reindeer while he's over here just trying to live his six-year-old life they're stealing his stuff reading it out loud and then they're just like what the fuck you asshole we're gonna beat you up and he's just like can you please stop reading my stuff right can you stop reading my blessings for you (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck dude seriously like he could it could that letter could have been like i want a xbox 360 and a whatever the fucking thing is at the time it could have been that literally and aside from all that like these kids think that max is a nerd for believing in santa and all this but that chick is literally wearing a camo hat and stupid little glasses who's the real fucking nerd <laughs> here Are you kidding me max was right their parents definitely wish they were boys he didn't even, it wasn't even a mean way. It's just like, hey, I wish that they could just, like, be who they want to be, you know? Yeah, like, it was honestly, like, the the funniest, like, meanest thing. Like, it just kind of showed you <laughs> that, like, Howard was just, like, a weird, insecure piece of trash. He was just like, well, these kids. Oh, kid- yeah, for sure. He had a boy, and also the funniest part about the fact that he already had a boy is that I didn't even fucking know that was his kid. I didn't even know that was Tony Collette or fucking Tom's kid either. I thought he just showed up. I thought he was a random motherfucker because they did not treat Wait, him Drew, like Drew he was boy howie jr little drew boy yeah dude i didn't hear howie jr at first so i was just like bro <laughs> whose fucking kid is this? Oh, is this is this someone's dumbass little friend because howie and linda neither of them even looked at that kid until he actually got a uh, spoiler alert kidnapped. until he got kidnapped and murdered they were like oh who howie who howie jewer like what well, what do you say oh that's bad i didn't mean to say that i meant to uh okay well drooler you meant to say drooler uh i meant to just like you know make like kind of distort junior and just make it sound obviously stupid but instead i said jewer and now i sound like i like think the holocaust wasn't real and now i'm done and now someone's gonna isolate this audio go ahead take me take me out you'll never be canceled that would have happened a long time ago i never say never bud (laughs) uh you never know when i'm gonna say jewer you know you just did it again but so this is the moment where max reaches his moment of disillusionment so he's like 
fuck Christmas. Like, I tried to do all these nice things for these people. Wait, we're not talking about Howie Jr. anymore? I still want to talk about how I didn't know that that kid existed for the longest time. I thought he was just chilling. I mean, they, what did you to think be fair, was? they had four kids. So when you have four kids, you don't, you're not really going to give a shit about all of them, right? Somehow they, they didn't pay attention to that little baby for a while either. And somehow <laughs> I still knew that was their baby more than the fully grown <laughs> child who was just standing well, in Well, that's corners. your own fault for not realizing that he's literally named Howie Jr. <laughs> I'm sorry. If his, if they didn't say his name, would you, would, would you have ever have known that that was their kid? I would have assumed, I wouldn't have assumed it was a random person. Okay, would you ever have had a solid, like, 100% feeling in your gut that is that person's kid? Whenever they got really upset about him being gone. Yeah, that is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, an hour into the movie when he's finally getting murdered and, like, just getting taken away, then they're like, oh, my God, Howie, I got to go save you. And I was like, bro, you didn't seem like you had to save him a little while earlier. Like, he looks like he's dying on his own. (laughs) He's like a fish out of water at all times, dude. Like, He does look like a fish out of water. That's 100% true. so fucking weird. Like, I literally had it in my notes for a good while. I was like, who does this belong to? I was like, I don't think it's theirs. I don't think it's theirs. And then finally. How did he get invited? I thought he was just hanging out, dude. <laughs> you know, like, remember, like, Beans from Even Stevens? Yeah, that makes total sense. I thought he was just like Beans, you know? <laughs> he was just hanging around. That's another reason why my dog's name is Beans, by the way. <laughs> really? He kind of looks like Beans. I know. <laughs> What do you think Beans looks like nowadays? That kid probably looks terrible. Oh yeah, I've seen him. It's 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 a little rough, man. <laughs> I guess we we could say that now. He's not a child anymore, so we can rip on right. him all we want now. He's a full grown adult now. He he kind of just looks the same still though. I I can't imagine he would look any different. You can't right. be, you can't be typecast as Beans without looking like Beans. Like <laughs> his his eyes look like little beans. You know what I mean? Like I little know. pintos. Uh, they do. Okay, where are we at now? Like, okay, we're we were we were berating children, right? That's where we were yeah. right now. I have a I have a great quote from Max after he runs back to his room. Oh, well, before that, he bites the fuck out of one of those kids too. You can't of not mention he that. He destroyed him. <laughs> okay, go on. That's fine. That's all I had to say. <laughs> so he's in his room and like his dad's talking to him, and he goes. Why do we have to put up with their crap just because we share DNA? And I've never related to anything more than that. No, I have so much to say about that because the dad answer was just like the standard dad answer. Like he kind of was like a little better about it, I guess, than some are. But like he starts explaining it. He's like, whoa, we have to because of then he catches himself. He's like, wait, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I, I don't know why we have to do this. Like, you know what? He's like, hey, son, you know, we have to hang out with people we don't like because they're family. And he's like, eh, wait a second. Do we? <laughs> but why, though? That's always what it takes with, like, a hard-headed dad, you know? Like, <laughs> wait a second. They get, like, the Jimmy Neutron, like, brain blast. And then they're like, oh, my God. But why? But why? You're right. <laughs> but why? You've been right all along. It was right in front of me. <laughs> oh my god well and then he just tells max he's like well you can still deliver your letter to santa but then he's like no nah, fuck the letter i'm throwing it out the window which apparently is how you s- summon krampus and honestly i feel like krampus should be summoned a lot more if that's all it is <laughs> that seems like very minimal to me like okay it's weird like 
I don't hate most anything about this movie. Uh, there is like one thing, and I'll talk about it later. I don't want to spoil it just yet because I already spoiled like 10 things before I get to the part of the episode where you should talk about things uh, all the time. Anyway, love this movie. I love it, love it, love it. I'm actually like kind of obsessed with it. But there are a lot of questionable things that happen that I very much probably would question in other movies, but the vibes are all there. So um, I'm kind of just like, I don't, I don't really have an issue with it. You know, it's kind of just, uh, it's, it's one of those things you just have to say, you know, it's fairy tale magic bullshit and move on. And there are a few things that I do have quarrels with because fairy tale magic bullshit is my quarrel with this movie later. <laughs> but right now, like until, until I get mad about it later, I'm okay with it. It's really just a thing where I'm like, I'm okay with it until I'm not. It's just me being stubborn. <laughs> So anyway, there's a blizzard, the power's out, radios aren't yep. working, nothing's working, and the daughter of Beth, she starts freaking out, she's like, my boyfriend isn't texting me back, and the dad's literally just like, bro, signal isn't working anywhere, like literally it's just the signal being out, she's like, oh my god, no, I gotta go check on him, and he's like, alright, well, there's only a giant crazy blizzard, and all the power's out, and things look hectic out there, I think you're good to go walk across, you know, go, go ahead. Bro, this literally makes no sense. They say that he's only like four blocks away or something. And then they're like, okay, we'll be back in an hour. And then she's gone for like eight fucking hours before anyone notices. Before anyone's like, they're <laughs> trying to inspect every other, like there's so many other problems going on. And Adam Scott or Tom, his name's Tom. Tom is literally walking around just going like, oh my God, there's this problem and this and this, and this is a huge issue. And not once is he like, Wait, my, maybe my daughter being gone is one of the issues. I told her an hour. It's been six. Like, at the very <laughs> least, if we're being make-believe, it has been two hours at the least. Well, I mean, isn't it? It's because she leaves, I would assume, pretty early in the morning. Like, uh, I actually feel like I, I feel like they were a late Christmas kind of family. I feel like they it wasn't okay. super okay. early in the morning at first. I feel like it all kind of went down in the span of like six hours but i do feel and that's like true it does get dark a lot earlier in the in the winter so because it was starting to get dark before they even went out looking for her exactly so i do feel like this all happened in like maybe like a six hour maybe even like a four hour time period but i would say that she's at least gone for two hours of it three hours of it before they start worrying about it whatsoever long enough more like further than an hour to where it should be very noticeable we're not saying that she was gone like an hour and a half like she's been gone long enough that you should notice and i'm not even saying that they had to look for her immediately i'm just saying that they didn't even say like huh i wonder where beth is <laughs> they didn't even they didn't even know it took max telling his dad hey remember when you told beth to be back in an hour and it's been much longer than that no max said hey remember when you had a daughter <laughs> and he was like oh yeah those things and then just the idea that they send her out in a blizzard alone like is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard literally james like that's like the first thing like there's so many issues with it and like it just seemed like they were very like pretty responsible parents aside from that you know like they almost seemed like they would be kind of annoying helicopter parents and then they're like oh you in the middle of a snowstorm where no one has power and you have like no visibility once you get out into the road you just want to walk to your boyfriend's house sure go ahead it's fine to me the absolute weirdest thing 
was the fact that at first Tony Collette, she was the helicopter parent. Was there was like immediately, literally immediately, she was like, "Uh, no, you're not doing that." Like she right. shut it down so fast, and then Dad was like, "Oh, well, you know, you could do it." And then Tony was like, eh, "I guess, all right." And that's what blew me away. I was like, I thought Tony was gonna <laughs> argue it. I thought she was gonna be like, "Dude, fuck you! What are you talking about?" Yeah, it's so it's the whole thing's bizarre to me. It's pretty wild. It's pretty baffling. But, you know, that's that's all fine. Beth is gone, you know? I would say, and I would actually say that shit goes pretty wild pretty fast right when Beth leaves. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, a little bit of a venture, but uh, Krampus is there immediately. She Yeah, she literally sees them basically as soon as she walks out the door. I would say as soon as she walks out the door. She walks, like, <laughs> one house away, and then she looks to the side. You just see a giant, like, I mean, there's a house right here, and I would say he's, like, one-fourth the size of the house, basically. <laughs> like... And he's like, 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 head on, like just looking at her. Yeah, he's there. You fully see him. Like, it's not like a, a light reveal. It's like, right? Oh, that's Krampus. Like, you see his horns and everything. There's <laughs> no mistaking it. He's right there, and you're like, what is about to happen? And at first, I was like, all right, he's just kind of creeping, and then he literally like jumps from one house to another house on like the other side of the street like nothing like if, I, we were talking before this and for a second i was like well crap is kind of slow so i guess that wouldn't work and then i thought about it, i was like oh no he is a very fast man he is he is extremely agile he that dexterity score is maxed out dude and he his growling too i loved it and i think another reason why i really like this is because it kind of felt like a werewolf Christmas crossover, like a werewolf Santa crossover, you know, like sure. he wasn't just Santa Claus. He was like, it almost like he never had like, you know, a turning thing, but even his reveal later, like uh, when he's in front of the grandma, it kind of yeah. felt like almost like a werewolf changing scene for a second, just like just with him popping out of a chimney instead, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with that. It was great. His growling noises were on point. Like I had no issues with the sound effects at all. They were pretty gargly. And I like that in a, in a, and Santa Claus, I guess. I don't know. Yep. Well, you know, sometimes I like when Santa gargles, you know? <laughs> and gargle these. <laughs> Beth runs off. She hides under a car, but Krampus' big ass just kind of jumps all around her and next to her, and he seems to, like... It kind of just seems like he's taunting her, right? Yeah, he knows she's there, and he also knows he can just, like, knock that van over if he wants to. Can he? We didn't see Krampus do a lot. We don't know exactly, like, unless he's a tremor. We didn't. He might be a trimmer, but this is where he sets a, a box down before he walks away. A little, what do you call those again? I call them the jester box. Jack in the box? There you go. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Which is why the restaurant's called Jack yeah, in the Yeah, I was going to say that. There's a lot of those around me. One every three minutes from me uh, could probably put that together. <laughs> I was trying to think of something in reference in my head to like put that together, and I was like, jester no box. It's, a, it's a just it's a jester box that's exactly what it is i could have even said jester in a box but i didn't even think of the in a bo i was just jester box so yeah he leaves a jester box so i think the thing under the snow is supposed to be a jack-in-the-box demon thing that's what i think it is do you think the one that we see in the movie after that is that I think it's a second one. I think Krampus has more than one of those things. Why would it be a second one, though? Like, why wouldn't it be the same one? Because we didn't see what happened after that. Like, that kind of just happened, and then... Well, I'm pretty sure the one that we see later was inside his bag of toys that he left in front of their porch. 
You're right. And they take it inside, and then they take it up to the attic, and everything kind of busts out of it. And you know what? Uh, We were going to talk about that a little bit later, but let's just talk about that now. How do you bring a bag that big filled with shit just into your house and not question it or tell anyone I have, or look I at have it? it in my, I have it in my list. How has no one even looked at the giant, like, silk, like, fancy-ass antique Santa bag full of shit? No one's even looked at it. That bag was bigger than a person. It was bigger than uh, Max, that's for sure. It was bigger than me, I'm sure. <laughs> Might have been pretty close. It was huge, and no one even, like, brings it up. It is so, like, they don't even care at all. I'm just like, all right, well, that's fine. Like, I definitely, if I walk out, I don't care if it's my house or someone else's house. Like, I, if it's my house, I'm opening it immediately. If it's not my house, I'd be like, hey, the biggest thing in the world is right here at your door. Also, randomly, wouldn't it probably smell terrible? Like, I can't imagine Krampus smells good. I don't know, And he know, probably man. carries that thing with him everywhere. I kind of feel like he looks like he's popping in and out of dimensions from what I can see. Or maybe, I don't know, That's maybe he true, lives somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's just somewhere and I'm not sure. But I'll, I'll look up where Krampus lives, but I'm going to keep saying what I'm saying. Um, I feel like he's like a different dimensional being. So I feel like if you're popping in and out of dimensions, maybe he's in a dimension where he doesn't have to shower or smell maybe there are smells there you know so he just pops out and he's just fine yeah maybe maybe i guess we don't know if he uh like lives at the quote-unquote north pole the way that um santa does from what i know like some of the lores like he is like a kind of like a villain in santa's world but in some lores people believe that he works with santa as like an opposition right like, he's like a good cop bad cop kind of thing like he's like right which I think it's kind of what this movie sort of plays it as. Yeah, they even I think call so. him uh, Santa's Shadow or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I thought. But also, like, we definitely see him having a portal to hell somehow. Yeah, he does. So I don't know. Like, it, it, if we're in the world where Santa is working with him, but also, I mean, I guess spoilers. But if we take into mind the ending. It means that he can basically create illusions of literally anything he wants, so he's just pretty much God, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he has his own fucking little world, dude. Like, I'm saying, like... Yep, you're right. <laughs> I don't think you're he right. smells, is what I'm trying you're to get right. to. I think that's fair. I like how this all Especially just Especially considering smells. the ending. Yeah, sorry. I just was imagining it would smell like sulfur and shit. <laughs> Wait, so where does he live? Did you find it? No, I, I can't find anything. They don't necessarily have, like, an origin for him. Dude, I want to know, like, where he's supposed to reside. Like, where does he come I feel... Okay, that's my best explanation. He pops in and out of dimensions, you know? Yeah. He's just another worldly being. He's he's the son of Hell, the Norse god of the underworld. Hell as in not the place, but the... It's like a... It's like Satan or fucking uh, Hades or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but the, but the, the Viking version. That's pretty badass honestly like i love so i would say he probably lives you would think that he would live in the underworld then look i don't really plan to have kids but if somehow i do it would it be bad if i didn't teach my kids about santa and i just taught them krampus and i was like this is the guy no that'd be fun wouldn't don't you think that would be cool like maybe they'd be like nah dude like yeah dude fucking krampus you know i'd be like yeah this is the son of hell he's fucking gonna destroy all of us if uh you know you don't uh, not rip up your notes. There you go, bro. I'm just saying, you know. I didn't. I didn't. We didn't do Santa with Jonah, and um, I, I'm totally fine with it. I really hate when people get like, 
like kind of militant about like their s- kids believe in Santa Claus. Like it needs to happen, and like they'll like rip your head off if you like accidentally like say something. You know, like oh, did your mom buy that for you for Christmas? It's like what? I get my presents from Santa Claus. I'm gonna start um, being militant, but uh, except about like about Krampus. <laughs> If parents are not, they try to say like, yeah, but Krampus isn't real. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You're going to go out there and tell my kid Krampus isn't real? You're going to ruin the magic of their childhood, you fucker? Yeah, I'm actually just going to start lying and I'm just going to start accusing them of doing like a bunch of different terrible things. I'm just going to be like, (laughs) oh, so you're doing this and this and this. And it's all just going to be stemming off of the fact that they're not teaching their kid about Krampus. Love it. Let's. I, I. You go for that. You go for that. I'm just gonna get real ignorant about it. Honestly, that's what I plan on doing. It's exactly what I want. Anyway, that thing murders her. Krampus. It, or no, not Krampus. The snake thing. I think it's a clown. I think it's a clown. Snake in the snake in the box. Snake in the box. That's good. Snake in the box. Uh. So we see her leg shaking a little. Also, like under the car. And I did think that was pretty cool. But I would say, um, that's probably the most intense death in the movie, right? Probably, yeah. And I thought, see, my first initial thought was that that was like gonna be the worst death in the movie, <laughs> or the least, the least intense. Yeah, the tamest death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like the beginning. Like they were just like, okay, here's this. Let's see what happens next. But right, you know, she's dead. She be dead. It also doesn't take long for Tom and Howard to leave the house and start looking for signs of human life. So at this point, it's a uh, find Beth's dead body timer. But then I was like, or maybe not, because then you hear Beth screaming, and I'm like, that doesn't really, tra-. like, does that track? It seemed like she was murdered down there. Yeah, I mean, this is our first hint that it seems that Krampus can imitate, maybe? I thought a few different things. It was either imitating, or it was he just fucked her up and is still holding her, or I also thought it's just all fantasy. You know, like, it's just, there's weird stuff going on, and, like, I can't explain it. It's just... It's not uh, it's not real basically. If it was an R-rated movie, I could imagine us getting a glimpse of like him controlling her like a puppet and like making her vocal cords like vibrate to make it sound like it's her saying shit or screaming and stuff. Man, how cool would that be? Man, see Right. <laughs> when you make a cool PG-13 movie, that's cool, but I, again, like I said earlier, I'm never going to like it as much as a radar because I'm always just going to compare it to what it could have been if it was radar. Like, Right. What if it went one more step, Hellraiser? Exactly. Just one more step. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to go see the new Carno- or the new Venom movie, the Carnage one, but um, like there will- Venom, there will be Carnage. I'm going to go see it. Am I going to be happy about it? No. <laughs> it's fucking PG-13. Why are you making a fucking Carnage movie that's PG-13? You already fucked up, made this stupid-ass Venom movie PG-13, and you had to cut away from Venom biting someone's head off, which would have been one of the coolest parts of the movie, and then you made fucking Venom and fucking Tom Hardy buddy cops, like... No, fuck that stupid ass shit. And then you're gonna and then I already saw from the trailer that they're definitely still making them buddy cops against They're Carnage. way too friendly with each other. I don't like it. Obviously at some point Venom and Eddie Brock get like kind of friendly, but that right. takes so long. Like they are enemies for so long and he is like fighting yeah. the fucking crazy in his head like it's, it's kinda like a werewolf that can come any t- that has its own sentience. Yeah, dude, and like that is the whole thing that I feel like I feel like right now I'm one hundred percent speaking for everyone in the world. Everyone in the world wanted to see a Venom movie where 
Eddie Brock was going fucking insane. He's trying to deal with this shit and he's going batshit and murdering people and fucking up shit, blah, blah, blah. Not a fucking Venom movie where by the end of it, Venom is like, I think I'm starting to like you human species. I think we're going to be real good buddies. Yeah, no, it's a horror movie. It needs to be a horror movie. Yeah, it just makes me so angry. And the fact that they have been flopping this date around so much right now and then they're like... Well, but it's PG-13. I'm like, for fucking what? Why are you doing any? <laughs> Just fucking release it two years ago so we can all forget about it already. There you go. Are you kidding me, dude? Anyway, fuck Malignant. Um, so, yeah, back of the house, squirrels are causing earthquakes. Yeah, see? Squirrels! That was just, bro, you ever <laughs> you ever felt death at your fucking fingertips and don't feel like a squirrel? I can tell you that much right I now. I love how she doubles down on it. That's my favorite thing. The whole house shakes, and then she's like, yeah, squirrels. Dude, that's some Bree shit right there. Talking about Bree's mom earlier, that's some Bree shit right there. Like, There would be like some crazy noise in the other room. It'd be like, I think a grenade just went off. She'd be like, there's no way that was a mosquito. Or no, she'd be like, I actually I know exactly what she'd say. She'd be like, there's no way it was a June bug. I'm not going in there. It was a June bug. And I'd be like, no, dude, I think half of my house is missing. And she'd be like, it's a June bug. Stay Still away from bug. it. Yeah, and then I'd walk out, it'd be blown up, and she'd be like, the June bug did it. <laughs> <laughs> that show was so funny, though, dude. Like, come on, squirrels, man. <laughs> it's fucking funny, man. It's so good. <laughs> like, it was like the San Andreas fault upstairs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So anyway, the the dudes end up inside of like a house with a destroyed chimney and hoof prints because we're still we're, we go back to uh you know Tom and, uh, uh, Tom and uh, Howard Big Howard. It's Beth. They're in Beth's boyfriend's house. They get to the house. Oh oh, is that where they went? Yeah, because you, you see a picture of them together at like a fucking prom or some shit. There's no way that would ever be hung up in the parents' house. Guess if they really liked her. I don't I, know. Yeah, I guess if they really liked her, but I don't know about that. Might have been, might have, might have been one of those like really weird things where like they've like known each other like since they were really little, and it's like, oh, they're always gonna end up together. Maybe it's one of those weird, weird kind of things. Is that like adorable, or is that kind of just odd? I think it's odd. But yeah, the house, the whole house is fucked up. There's like there's snow in there. There's just broken shit everywhere. The fireplace looks like something came through it. Hint, hint. Yeah, and then they're looking at it, and there's hooves down there, <laughs> and then Howard's like, uh. Could be an elk, maybe a goat. A goat. <laughs> Obviously, Tom says, well, I don't think a goat would be on its hind legs. But aside from that, are you sure goat's feet are that big? That's a big goat. That's a big-ass goat. That's a big billy goat right there. I don't know if that's a <laughs> billy goat that's going to fit in uh, your chimney. <laughs> well, I guess how does Krampus fit in your chimney? That's true. Well, he, like, emerges through it. It's really kind of cool. <laughs> That is true, what you just said. Okay. <laughs> uh, we also uh, never really talked about the fact that Howard calls his shotgun, which apparently he keeps in his truck at all times, his smoke stick. He's like, I got my smoke stick in Loretta or whatever he named the fucking Hummer. I forget what his name was. Loretta Lucille, something like that. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's fine. I mean, like, it kind of just sounds like a word for, like, a vape or something, but, you know, kind of kind of <laughs> whack, but I guess it's 2015. I guess they weren't that big at the time, so it's not as... 
You know, it just sounds like something a Kyle would say. Got my smoke stick with me, dude, wherever I go. And Howard is totally a Kyle. You think so? I don't know if he's a Kyle. I don't think he does crack and beats his mom. I think he's like... I think he does. Ah, you think Howard's doing all that? Yes. If not, it's because Linda, like, made him a better man. I don't know. Linda's kind of a bitch, too. Oh, I love Linda. I love her so much. She was, I don't know, she was shitting on Tony Collette, and, like, I might shit on Tony Collette and Hereditary, but aside from Hereditary, like, I'm not gonna stand for Tony Collette slander. Oh, no, dude, she is, she's, she's my favorite character in the movie, hands down. Well, and then also, Tony Collette did fine in Hereditary, it's just everything else about that movie that's the issue, so. There's a moment in this that reminded me of Hereditary. Yeah, oh, James, my note is... Krampus did it first. Krampus pulls a hereditary. Krampus did it first, but with Christmas lights. 100%. I was like, there's no way. I was like, hereditary. Like, are you kidding me, Ari Aster? You stole that. That's that's why he cast Tony Collette, because he was like, I like the way she looks right there. Yep, he had a bit. He was like, I'm going to do the same thing. Piano wire. Get, get me the piano wire. Get it. Get it. <laughs> It's so funny that you said that. I thought I was just like stretching for that, but I got the same exact vibe. I thought that that's what I thought. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, so now Howard gets bit by what I assume was Krampus, and they run back to the house and make Dorothy watch the kids, which I love. That's the greatest idea ever, because you know it's going to be <laughs> funny. <laughs> she has all, She also... She has all the best lines in the movie, right? Like 100%. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> she goes... Yeah, well, you know, I don't really want to do that. I don't like kids. Like, even when I was a kid, I don't, li- I didn't like them. And I'm like, I feel you, bro. I remember being one of those <laughs> things, and I hated all the other things. <laughs> it's so great. I never liked kids, even when I was one. She's also the cool aunt that lets you drink her schnapps, which I love. Uh, right after that's when she says, all right, let's go, kids. I'm going to teach you how to make peppermint schnapps. I, any any woman that has funny jokes and down schnapps is a woman for me. Like Kitty Foreman, Dorothy, sign yep. sign all of them up. Like any like I'm, I'm sure the Golden Girls down some schnapps. Like give me Betty White. <laughs> and if you if you're drinking schnapps, I'll take you. Yep, give him a call. David Koshner is also coming through with the lines because he's like, "Hey, Tama, uh, I'm sorry." I'm sorry for thinking you were such a spineless dick all these years. You know, you saved me back there. Good job. You're not a pussy. I literally didn't write that line down because I knew that you would. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. I love when you're like just roasting people. Roast anyone. Do it. Get it. So they all decide to board the place up and then sleep until the weather dies down to go and search for Beth. And yeah. uh, I got to ask you as a father what you think about that whole situation. Like, you know, you're you're sitting there in the warmth with the fireplace with your heater on. You know, you're like, well, fuck this blizzard. I'm going to take a nap out there. Your fucking like 14 year old daughter dying, screaming. You already heard the screams. 
No, they, they waited way too late. I mean, there's at this point you have to you have to make that switch to like survival mode. You know? No, you're right. But here's the thing: in their mind, they're still fully convinced that Beth is alive, and we also did hear her screaming, so she might be alive. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, you can't. You can't. If you if you if you walk out of there and you don't come back, like the whole family could be dead, and that could be your fault. You 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 just can't. Okay, well, okay, I guess you only have one kid, so it's hard to use your situation. Jonah has a twin. Okay. Oh, don't don't say a twin. Jonah has a twin. Okay, so you, so buy buy one buy one get one free. Oh, like that's, shit. If you, <laughs> you're if right, you, you're right. If so you lose it, one, who gives a you, shit? You already have another. It's the same thing anyway. <laughs> Wait, but that's I, a joke. I, that's a joke for anyone out there that are twins. We know that you're not the same person. Oh no, that's not a joke on my hand. Yeah, I know you're one hundred percent the same person. You know, it's just bloop. Well, is Joey one, Joey two? What are you gonna fucking do? <laughs> Wait, what are the... Okay, you know what? That was insensitive because I didn't say what kind of twin, you know? No, I know what you're saying, though. If I had two children, I mean, I, you have to you have to make the, the conscious decision, especially just knowing the, the weather conditions that you get attacked by something out there in the snow. I mean, you can't. You have to wait it out. Let me change it up a little bit. Obviously, Tom liked Max more than he did Beth, so I think he was being a little picky-choosy. But... For sure. Let's switch it around. The good child is on the outside, and the one you like... Okay, let's switch it around, too, for Howard and Linda. It's just Howie Jr. left in the house. The other kids are outside. What do you do? All the other kids. All the other kids are outside, and it's just Howie Jr. No, if it's all the other kids, if there's... if, if I would say if there's... Majority rules, is that how it goes? Yes, I would say that. If okay, I had three okay, kids uh, and two were missing, <laughs> we're going to go out to find them. But if I have three and one is missing, hey, we got to protect the numbers the best we can. You, back to two. You got twins? I'm not doing it. I'm I'm staying home. Equal, equal value twins. You like them I'm both the same. Home. Equal value. I'm staying home. If I have to choose. Huh. Okay, but you still hear your other kids screaming outside. You still just... I... That honestly, the hearing, the hearing, the screaming almost makes it more. You have to guarantee the other one's safety because if they're screaming, something bad has already happened. Okay, let me change it up. The dog is outside. <laughs> you just keep changing it. <laughs> the dog is outside. Rosie's outside. Fuck Rosie. All the kids are inside, but Rosie's outside, and you hear a yelp. Not like a death yelp, but like they're scared. If all the kids are inside, Rosie is outside, and I just hear her, but I didn't encounter a monster out no, there. No, you already. did encounter a monster, but you hear her and there's you have speculation that Rosie's still alive. I'm sorry, I love my pets, but if I if even if I was caring for like you, Jonah, and Hannah inside, like I was the dad, I was responsible for all of you guys and Beans was outside, I it's it's like all for one and one for all for you guys on the inside. I'm going out for Beans 100%. I mean, Beans especially is literally the dumbest canine that I've ever had in my life, ever. He is he is so stupid, though, that if I were to risk my family's life every time Beans did something stupid, I would be risking my family's life almost every day. 
And I would do it for Beans 100% because that is a beautiful dog. And I actually love him all the more because he's dumb because now I just feel for him more. He's the he's the goofy little guy. He needs assistance. That makes me love him more. I love Beans. Dude, he's eaten light bulbs before. He's just, so just, cute. Just munched on the light bulbs. He's got he's got a tough stomach. We'll we'll say that. So anyway, okay, where are we at now? Uh, they all go. They all fall asleep. Yeah, we're almost to the point where like the battery dies. But we have to make sure that we say, uh, Omi, the German grandma, warned us to not let the fire go out. And the first thing they do is let the fire go out. I would believe her before anyone else. One hundred percent. Yep. I trust in Omi, and she's also like my favorite. One hundred percent. Oh, she's really great. She's awesome. And the chimney fire goes out. Uh, you know, that's bad. And now some weird little gingerbread man makes his way down. And uh, this gingerbread guy gets the attention of the little weird kid who, again, no one gives a shit about. He's just, he's awake or everyone else is asleep. And he's just like wandering around drooling, just looking at walls. And then the gingerbread guy comes out and he just stares at him. You know what I think is actually really interesting about this? So the fire going out obviously signifies that the monsters Wait a can second. Wait a yep. second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yep. That kid is the kid from Bad Santa. Oh, that's funny. That is an homage to the kid from Bad Santa. You can't tell me it isn't. <laughs> he has the same energy, has the same curly hair. Yeah. He's like a little like chubby, like curly, blonde-haired fucking kid that's just walking around drooling all over the place. Yeah. Damn, this really does homage a lot of Christmas movies, huh? It does. And so what's interesting about the fire going out and that allows the monsters to get in, I think that you could also make the argument that the monsters coming in when the fire goes out probably saved most of their lives. Because if they would have just all stayed asleep and that fire went out, how long before they would have just froze to death? Yeah, You think so? Uh, I guess Blizzard... We saw, other, and, uh... we saw other people freezing to death out there. Yeah, well, we saw one guy specifically, one person. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I guess you could be right. I'm just saying, like, it's funny that the monster's goal is to like kill them slash and or drag them to hell or whatever. It would have been a lot easier to do that if you just waited until morning and they're all frozen solid popsicles and just drag them out of there. Yeah, but you know what? Then we wouldn't have had some fun little trinket knickknacks because and... fairy tale magic bullshit let's go let's play I, it's fun it is fun i'm not trying to say that it's not it's not realistic so it's stupid like it's it's still fun i'm still in it that's when grandma relights the fireplace and she gets like real serious and she's like yo this is krampus this is why i told you not to let the fire go out i've done this shit before this is the game plan Right before that, the little kid does get chained up and pulled the fuck out. Oh, yeah, I guess we should say that. I forgot that we didn't get that far. He's gone. He's destroyed. He gets... He gets took. Yeah, and, you know, Howard tries to grab him and whatnot. They try to, you know, keep it going, but uh, he gets yanked up the chimney. The boy is big gone. Yep. And then Howard starts blaming himself, and then Ami lights a match, and then she starts telling the story, and then the animated stuff comes up. The story basically equates to... Krampus ate her family and left her as a reminder. Because she made like a similar wish to what we will understand that Max did of like kinda it's it's that's where it was kinda like home alone for me too, where it was like, I don't I don't want this family anymore kind of thing, you know. I kind of feel like you didn't even make much of a wish. Like I feel like Krampus made the wish for him. It's true. He really didn't. 
I mean, we didn't hear it. We did, All he did was rip that thing up and throw it outside. Like, we're not sure what was going on in his mind, but apparently Krampus interpreted it as being pretty dark. Yeah, I mean, like, I still don't get why he was picked of all people. I feel like a bunch of other people have much darker, like, wishes than he does. And he was just like, hey, these guys are dicks. And Krampus was like, now I'm going to murder all of you. Yep. But, I mean, whatever, it's fine. So Howard gets pissed off at the story and at the animated stuff because we just all have to assume that, you know, he saw the animated thing as she was telling the story, as most stories go. That's how it works. Yeah, and he got pretty pissed, and he decides to run outside, but right when he opens the door, we see, like, a bunch of snowmen just, like, sitting there, like, in front of the door, which I loved, by the way. I was like, that's awesome. It's a good touch. And then there's, like, a snow Tusken Raider kind of just, like, running around, like a little fat Tusken Raider running around. Yeah, it takes a long time to figure out what these things are supposed to be. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, that was one of the elves, right? That's an elf. We didn't realize they were elves until later, but... Those motherfuckers are creepy, dude. Like, those are some weird little dudes. There's the one, I don't know if he's, like, the captain or what, but, like, he kind of looks like a miniature version of Krampus, because, like... Yeah. And I was like, wait, is that Krampus? Like, why, why'd he turn small? Like, what's going on here? Krampus little helper. Krampus little helper. That's who he be. So now Linda, uh, she definitely has some kind of syndrome going on, like... <laughs> it's not Stockholm because I don't think she really has like I guess Krampus might be holding her hostage you know yeah so we lost about two more kids for a little bit and the movie basically turns into Puppet Master like right around this point yeah hold up but we lose the kids for a very specific reason they have to go use the upstairs toilet because Aunt Dorothy clogged the downstairs toilet oh you're right she did clog the toilet <laughs> again Bree's mom and also Bree. Either one that goes hand in hand, like like uh, like mother like daughter. It's just amazing. I love that tiny little detail. I wouldn't want anyone else clogging my toilet. Nope. Yeah. So of these puppets in the attic, there is a giant slithery clown snake dude, some doll with wings that uh, was actually fully tonguing Tony Collette. Yeah, that was gross. And then uh, there's also tiny little ginger dead man dudes that, you know, they they don't have Gary Busey's teeth, but everything aside from that is ginger dead man. Yeah, pretty much. And they're just attacking Howard in the kitchen. He almost gets got, but uh, little Rosie jumps up and eats the little, the last little gingerbread man. It's adorable. See, and you know what? This is why you would uh, die in the horror movie, because you wouldn't go out and get beans, and beans wouldn't be there to eat that gingerbread man. You're right. Honestly, he would eat the gingerbread man. He would do that. This is the fault in your stars. You're, yeah, wait, what? You don't have, you know, like, just like in the fault in our stars, uh, that guy would put a cigarette in between his mouth, and he wouldn't light it to keep the thing that uh, would kill you in between your lips. You're not keeping the beans, in, but you're not getting that... That little uh, Boston Terrier and putting him in your mouth and holding him there to make sure that you don't die. And that's that's the fault in your stars. Did you actually watch that movie? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I cried. <laughs> you think the issue is that one person has a deadly disease, the other person does too. One of them Oh, is that how it ends? First. I don't even know. Yeah. Hmm. And the faults in your stars that you don't have beans in between your mouth. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, Rosie's a good girl. And, uh, you know, dude, like, Tony Collette got freaking choked by some Christmas lights, dude. Like, freaking Krampus did it first, dude. Krampus did it first. Yep. Straight up hereditary style. Fuck you, Ari Oster. Actually, I actually really like Ari Oster. I take that back. But fuck, your, <laughs> fuck hereditary, dude. 
That's when Linda. That's when Linda goes ham, though. Linda goes ham right here. Oh yeah, they're all individually getting their asses handed to them by different puppets and like Christmas critters. And then Linda sees her daughter getting messed up for a second, or she's like basically dead. She looks like she's dead, and then she's like, "Fuck." This she goes super saiyan and just starts like fist fighting every single puppet. She fucking stabs a teddy bear in the eye. She like slashes that baby doll thing. I do think it was pretty funny though that her other daughter still gets taken at the end of it. <laughs> like all that for not. Oh yeah. They still got her. And then if they weren't already, things get a little hectic when they hear a creature somewhere in the house. And I got kind of pissed because Rosie wanted to attack the monster, and then everyone was just like, yeah, go do it. And I'm like, what, you just willingly gonna let the dog attack? You? Did you see what you guys were just fighting a second ago? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, Rosie looked like Rosie could beat some ass, but Rosie also looked very cuddly. Rosie was very cuddly, and they're just like, yeah, sure, go in the vent and kill the giant monster. I was like, what are you talking about, dude? You guys just fought, like, nine different puppets that were trying to eat your fucking face off. And so, newsflash, uh, Rosie fails. Did Rosie, like, get eight there? Rosie got eight there. I don't like that no one acknowledged that, because I wasn't entirely nope. sure. I saw, like, because Rosie sounded like she was kind of, like, being the ass for a second, and then, like, the clown snake thing falls out from the top of the attic, and I was like, oh, okay, so maybe Rosie's going to run off. Rosie got eight? Rosie got eight. That's bullshit, dude. We see, like, a tail or something, a, a little piece of her. Wait, are you serious? Oh, my God, no. And mm -hmm. the and his mouth, yeah. Dude, fuck that. Yep. I don't like... See, no, fuck you, Max, you asshole. And fuck everyone else for being like, yeah. This is a great idea. Let's send the English bulldog in the vent to fight the giant snake. Stupidest idea in the world. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? All right, that's really annoying. Anyway... So yeah, all the freaks are downstairs now on the bottom floor, and they start messing people up, but then Dorothy grabs a shotgun like a fucking badass, and then just starts blasting every single one of them. Yeah, it's so good. And then this doesn't make Christmas happy, so a bunch of elves break into the room as Dorothy is about to shoot the clown snake, and it's pretty funny because when they're hopping in to destroy everyone, a few of them actually take a pause to, like, just kind of dap the clown up in solidarity. They were like, hey, what's up, dude? Like, how's it going, bro? Knuckles. You know what I'm saying? It, kinda, it does kind of make you wonder if, like, if that was scripted or if the stunt people were just like, hey, like, it, like maybe it won't even make it in the movie, you know? I feel like, I don't know. I almost feel like it was scripted. They were just like, nah, you guys are bros. <laughs> anyway, uh, when the elves make their way in, they chain Dorothy up and they steal the tiniest baby in the room. And then Howard, on the other hand, is just like, he's sick and tired of losing like child after child. So he kind of just hops in and is like, take me with you. Yeah, I, I, it was so weird. Like, I almost kind of forgot how Howard goes out because it's just like, it's really random. It doesn't <laughs> make a whole lot of out. sense. Yeah. He's just like, okay, bye, Geronimo. <laughs> and at this point, Krampus and his gang have made the entire house unlivable, so they all go walking. And all of them, except for Ami, who I just, I'm really mad about that because, like, I, I'm really happy about it. Because at first I was like, dude, this is crazy because she locks herself in the house and they're like, no. But then Max is like, wait, she wants to fight Krampus. And it's kind of the thing where Max was like, all right. Rosie wants to fight Krampus. Like, he just keeps letting things he that are does. not able to fight Krampus go and just fight Krampus. Things that, just things that are not him. Squishy dog and then a 90-year-old. He's like, no, they got this. And I'm like, dude, maybe pick, like, a buff dude or something. I don't know. Maybe not, like, the elderly and an animal, like a small animal. 
I think part of that's on purpose, though, because we because we don't really see resolution for his story until he decides to sacrifice himself. I guess, but I, I even think the way he was sacrificing himself was pretty stupid. It was, but I'm just saying there was clearly a lesson being taught. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I don't know. I'm starting to I didn't think Max was a dick when I was watching it because he's like, I don't know. He's kind of he seems like a nice little kid. But now that I'm thinking about everything, I think he's kind of a dick. He's a huge dick because that's the thing that we see in this thing with with Omi. Like he says that, and so in our minds, we're almost preparing for like a showdown. Dude, I thought it was gonna be Grandma versus Krampus, like the fight of the century, like bare knuckle boxing. Like you ruined my old family, I started a new family, and now you're gonna try to take that too. Like I'm done with your shit, Krampus. Mm-hmm. Yep, but that's not at all. <laughs> it was the biggest letdown of a fight in the world. Like, dude, it's crazy. Like the reveal of him coming down the chimney is is incredible. Like it is so cool. He's coming down like his claws are like slowly coming out and again, it feels like werewolfy for a second. Like yeah. almost like I know he's not turning, but it almost feels like he's just turning into like a fucking werewolf and coming out. It's like werewolf movie meets demonic fucked up Christmas. And I was like, "Holy shit." They're about to beat each other's asses like some crazy. Like, like I don't know. She I thought has, she's gonna, gonna have, have some kind of yes. yeah. She was gonna have some kind of like crazy like old European magic shit or something like or just like a bow and arrow. I don't know. Like something, dude. She but... had she had the meat cleaver earlier. Like she was fucking That's ready. True. <laughs> That's true. Why did she even have that? And then. Omni, o- Omi and Krampus stare at each other like he comes out he's looking crazy as hell he licks her face a bit like basically like a I remember you kiddo kind of thing yeah he opens up a bag of knickknacks and then she just goes <gasps> and then dies that's it and that was it I was like there's no way like really you didn't just reveal it like that like he was coming out like a fighter on one side of the ring yep and she was standing there like what's up bitch pull up and then just nothing happened. It was just, it was kind of disappointing, but you know. Yeah, even even if they would have played that card of like, they set this up, but then like, no, she's not actually any match for him. Like, even if they would have done that, but given her a like pretty brutal death, again, I guess it would have had to be rated R. But like, if he would have just been like, nah, fuck you, and just wrecked her, but instead yes. he just like opens a bag and he doesn't even do anything. I thought they were either going to have a crazy fight or at least he was just going to like, because he's giant, like, just use his hand to just put the entirety of, like, her head in his hand or something and just, like, chuck her at a wall, you know, like, something just, like, yep. just something crazy that I see, like, a big, crazy fucking freak doing, you know? Right, exactly. But it's not what happened. And also, uh, speaking of, like, crazy big freaks, um, I just watched uh, this, uh, was it an Edmund Kemper movie? I think it was an Edmund Kemper movie last night. No, it was an Ed Gein I couldn't remember because it was so fucking, it was so bad, but it was like a Ed Gein movie and it was starring Kane Hodder as Ed Gein. Oh my. <laughs> it was the worst fucking thing. That's interesting. <laughs> Dude, like, it was literally just if Kane Hodder was Jason Voorhees in real life. <laughs> like, it was so weird i was like this isn't a true crime movie like this is just like a kane hotter autobiography or like <laughs> it was so fucking weird it's funny as hell though too and um oh shit what's that one dude's face that has that one disease hills have eyes his name is like i feel like his name is close to michael dowerty so that's why i'm confusing it it's michael berryman 
Michael Berryman. Michael Berryman is also in it, and he's kind of just like Kane's like or Ed Gein's like buddy until he's just like, "Hey, fuck you," and just beats his ass. Like <laughs> it is, it is deplorable. Like it's bad, but like it's kind of funny, and I kind of want to watch it all the time. I actually, that's another thing I have a soft spot for. Um, it's shitty true crime movies, like just the movies that are just like terrible depictions, and they're just so bad like the acting's bad it's just weird i don't know i like grew up watching a lot of them so i just have a weird soft spot for them yeah man i have no idea how you watch those things i've never ever even been interested in watching one of those like good ones or bad ones any of them some of the good ones are amazing like i mean you never really yeah dude like i don't know any any really i don't know i feel like for the most part i don't want to watch any horror movie based off a real thing I don't really like any of them. You never seen like the Eileen Warnos movie? No. It's called Monster, if I remember right. Oh, I remember that movie, but I've never seen it. Yeah, dude, it's starring uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Christina Ricci. Who's that? Charlize Theron. <laughs> That's about a real person? That movie? Yeah, Eileen Warnos. It is? Yes. She's a very prolific serial killer. Yeah, she was but... a she was a prostitute that uh, murdered men. Huh. I didn't realize that was about someone legit. Oh yeah, and it is a amazing depiction, and it's it, it it's an amazing movie. Honestly, it's really good. Yeah, I think I've seen it like on HBO like a long time ago, like just something that was just on. Probably back in the old like like fucking direct tv and like dish network days where you like actually like watch shit live yeah we're not talking about hbo max like <laughs> like hbo like the channel yeah yeah i think i've seen bits and pieces of it on something like that or showtime or some shit yeah man i would suggest giving some of the true crime movies a chance some of them are really good i mean admit i mean of course some of them are fucking dog shit i like them anyway i would not suggest other people just watch them as like for fun or like you know as like as good movies because a lot of them are not but like I love the John Wayne Gacy movie. Like, I love the Dahmer movie, like, the old ones, like, the weird, like, the... Yeah, I don't watch any of that shit. I specifically avoid that shit. Like, that Gacy movie has a, a one of those fucking, like, nerdy dudes from the first Leprechaun movie. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I love all of them. Okay. Every single one. Just like the Bloody Mary movies. Do we want to talk about how, at this point, like, everyone just starts getting picked off like nothing? That's literally, like, basically everyone dies in an unnecessary way. Tom dies very <laughs> unnecessary. Like, he's kind of just like, I'm going to stay back. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to shoot him. And then I'm like, you made a bad decision, dude. You should have all stayed together and just, you could have saved each other. They essentially do the, I'll stay, you go, three times in three a row. Three times in a row. Like, just one after another, <laughs> and they all just get uh, taken by the snow tremors. Yeah, yeah, snow tremors eat them all. Which leaves Max to drive the snowplow? <laughs> no, before that, it's Max and the kid with four eyes, that one little camo hat kid. And it doesn't work out too well for four eyes. Uh, she gets snatched up real fast by some trolls. But before she does, the funniest line in the movie happens. Like, hands down, the funniest fucking thing I've heard, like, all week. Because they're trying to drive, and then fucking max goes i don't know how to drive a stick we have a hybrid we have a hybrid <laughs> that shit sent me i was like that yep 
Yep. Well, good I was stuff. about ready to say, I was like, how does this kid know how to drive a fucking snowplow? If I was in an emergency, I don't think I would know how to drive a fucking snowplow. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. There's, I, I couldn't do it. I'd just give up and be like, well, I'm dying. It's fine. You think I'm going to learn how to do this right now? You thought wrong. <laughs> oh, that was so funny, though. So now it's just Max and Krampus decides to pull up and drop the note in front of him and then leave him a bell. And then we hear some dialogue from Omi. She's She's like... He left me as a reminder of what happens when hope dies. And then uh, he just kind of jumps away. He just leaves. And then you might think that's the end, but there's still a puppet creature carnival. Shit's demonic as fuck. Yeah, dude, this is kind of what I was talking about. Like, we see this. We see everything. And, like, that means that someone had to create this fiction in their mind. Like, this is what the Krampus's fucking version of reindeer look like. And, like, all this shit. His sleigh. All of his little minion creatures. Like, we see it all. It's 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 impressive. It's honestly impressive. I like weird carnivals just in any sense. So just having a weird <laughs> demonic Christmas carnival, I was like, that's cool. I like that. It's great. So, you know... Max, for some reason, seems to think he has a say in the matter of his family being murdered. Like, he could just, he just thinks he could bargain with Krampus. Right. Like, he can just be like, no, never mind. A really absurd thought that he has, but he's like, I take back my wish. And then he throws a bell into the snow, and he's like, fuck you, Krampus. And then a volcano appears, and then Max starts crying like a little little crybaby, you know? <laughs> and then he's like, take me instead. And then Krampus, like, touches his tears, and you think he's having, like, a moment for a second. But then he just starts laughing his ass off, and I was like, that's what I was hoping for. Like, I really thought it was going to be, like, nerdy, and he was going to be like, oh, you're right. I'm bringing you back. And I was like, please yeah. don't, please don't, please don't. And then when he just started laughing at him, I was like, oh, he's roasting him. Okay, that's good. He is. He totally does. <laughs> and then he just grabs like a uh, four eyes, throws her into hellfire, grabs Max, keeps laughing, throws him into hellfire. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. That's what I wanted Krampus to do. Yep. Like just for a second, you think you won't. And he's like, nah, fuck you and your family. <laughs> yeah. I was starting to get a little mad at the movie then because I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know. And then he's like, you know, I'm sorry. I just want Christmas to be how it used to be. Hellfire. And then I got pretty mad. I got pretty fucking mad because Max, like, woke up and it was all a dream. Like, everything was nice now. Everything is alive. And I was like, everything's nice and, and bright. And it has that, like, that, like, dreamy filter on it where everything's a little smudgy. Like, the way they used to do it, like, a long yep. time ago, they literally put, like, Vaseline on the lens. It has, like, that vibe going the whole time. And I was pissed. I was like, you did not just do that. You did not just take everything away. Like, there's no way. I'm very, very It's just angry. all a dream, man. It was all a dream. And I was I was so mad, too. And I started, like, writing down notes. I was like, you know what? That would have been okay if everyone or most everyone had a wild death in the dream. You know, I would have liked a not-so-Christmas ending. But then I was like, but hey, who am I? And then I was like, oh, wait. There's more. They all start opening their presents, and Max's present is the Krampus bell, and that makes everyone remember. Yeah, they all start remembering what happened. They're like, oh, shit. And then you zoom out, and uh, it's actually it's kind of like the end of Jeepers Creepers. Kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, that room felt very much like the Creepers, like, little dungeon, and as it's, like, zooming out, and you're going through, like, Justin sure. Long's eyeball, and you see just all, like, the weird stuff around. Yeah. It kind of gave me that vibe. It was kind of weird. I was like, okay, so I guess that's where Krampus is living, and I don't know. But I almost that almost goes into it, too. Like, I feel like the Creeper was kind of like living in a different dimension when he was in that little place. So I feel like 
maybe Krampus is living in his little workshop in a different dimension still. Well, yeah, it's definitely its own thing because it is filled with snow globes that all have other families trapped in their own little special Christmas that they'll never be able to leave. Yep, so they're all trapped inside. So I guess technically... They didn't die exactly. They're kind of trapped, but they also, they died. They died. They died. And it, it opens up that question, though. So, like, do you think that they relive, like, getting attacked on Christmas Eve and shit? Or do they have to just stay in this fake hallmark, like, if if you won't remember the true meaning of Christmas, I'm going to make you live the true meaning of Christmas every day so that you hate it. You know what I mean? I would say, like, maybe they have to, like, just relive that Hallmark shit, but I don't know. They all remembered stuff at the end, so, I mean... You think they have to, like, fight... They have to fight again, like, that night? The monsters are going to attack again? They keep fighting? Uh, maybe they're just pissed now. Or, yeah, they're just there, and it's like, everything's good, but you're not in a real world. You're, like, in a zoo, and you just have to, like, live in a zoo forever. It's like it's its own version of hell, basically. Like, this is it for you, like, forever. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I, I would say it's that's that. kind of that's that's kind of what I thought. Sorry, I'm looking up something real quick because I think okay, because basically there weren't really deaths, but there are deaths. It's like all the family basically, and then I go ahead and say Rosie too. Yep, since apparently they murdered Rosie. But I'm looking. I was double checking to check all the characters. Who's Derek? Uh, is that the delivery driver? I think was he the dead delivery driver, like the one who was a, uh... yeah, the DHL guy. Was that the guy who was like frozen in the? Yes. Okay. Wait, no, 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 because the DHL guy is on. Oh, Derek's the boyfriend. Is a? Did we ever even see him? Beth's boyfriend. We only see him in a like a video chat. So I guess he probably died, but I don't remember. I definitely didn't see him die. We definitely don't see him die. The DHL he does not guy die was screen. probably the frozen guy, right? Yes. Okay, so I would say that there's 14 deaths in this then, right? Because there's 12 people that were in the house. There was Max, there was Tom, there was Sarah, there was Beth, there was Omi, there was Dorothy, there was Linda, there was Howard, there was Howie Jr., there was Jordan, mm-hmm. there was Stevie, there was baby Chrissy. Yep. And the DHL guy. Yep. Okay, so I guess Derek probably did die too, but I didn't see that whatsoever, so don't care about him, didn't see him, don't care. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the other question is because whenever we saw them like going into his house and stuff, it kind of looked like Krampus was doing multiple houses at the same time. But I don't know if that's necessarily true because he he put them all on a snow, snow globe. So maybe that was all an illusion and like they were already like, you know, in his magic, essentially, whenever they were out there looking for him and stuff. Maybe like Derek's totally fine at home because his family didn't get you know, attacked by Krampus that night. They just, like, see that whole family did, you know? Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's a lot of open-ended questions of this. Uh, really what it comes down to is I think it's just fantasy Christmas story, and, oh, you yeah. know, some, some of that, that kind of makes me a little sad. I wish this was a rated R. I wish there were, like, brutal kills in it, and I just wish everyone got, like, full murder. I, I kind of wish they weren't even in a snow globe, a snow globe at the end. I wish they just got murdered. Yeah, me too. But that's really my only quarrel with this. Actually, like, uh, I would give this a four and a half. Like, I really like this. This is a great movie. I gave it a four star. Yeah. I almost gave it a... I was about to go to four star because I was getting a little annoyed with the ending. <laughs> but then when they at least, when he at least put him in the snow globe, I was like, all right, 
you at least kind of died. Like, if it was a dream, I would have definitely gone four star. Maybe even three and a half. Yeah. I would have been a little mad. I don't like when people do that dream shit. But, yeah, yeah, trap him in a snow globe. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's fine. It was just a really fun movie all around. Like, it's standard length, but it goes by crazy fast. Like, I wasn't even checking the time and, like, going, like, all right, when is this piece it of shit over? It seriously feels like a short. It's paced so well. It's a really good movie. I, I kind of regret not watching it before because it probably would have been like in my uh, like November or like, you know, like uh, mid-July uh, rotation every year. Sure. So, yeah, that was those were the kills. Uh, no boobs because uh, it's PG-13. No, uh, no nudity. Nothing like that. Really nothing sexual at all. Nothing like, at even, all. Even like Beth and Derek talking doesn't really like get super sexual. No, she just says, can I go over there in a blizzard? And Dad says, all right. <laughs> that was it. So I think uh, I- I'm speaking for both of us. We would both recommend this for sure. It's a great movie. Yep. I- I'm really happy to watch this again. Yeah. And I'm glad, honestly, like Anthony, good pick. I'm glad that I got around to great watching pick. this because this is something I kind of put off for a long time. Like I've owned it for years and I've never watched it. So I'm glad that we got around to this. Uh, real quick, I have a fuck, Mary kill. We have this clown, uh, snake, slimy mouth, uh, Krampus Ew. and me. Um, it's just the mouth. You don't even have like the whole entity. It's mainly like you gotta. Okay. Yeah. Well, it is the whole entity, but like there's emphasis on the mouth. I'll I'll fuck the clown mouth because I don't know the slime might might be a good thing. It could help. Um, it's kind of like I a Pennywise will... teeth situation though. I know that's that's a danger that I'm willing to accept. Okay. Um, I'll kill you and I'll marry Krampus if for no other reason than I want to better understand his world. <laughs> That's fair. Like, like, are you talking about his asshole? <laughs> That's part of it. Sure. Does he have one? What's it look like? I don't know. Like, how do I get to this house? Like, it, do I have to go buy groceries and find a way to get back to this interdimensional cabin with full of snow globes? Like, I just need to know how it all works. Do you think there's a, like a Mrs. Claus? Like a Mrs. Krampus? I feel like there should be, right? I don't think there is in in the lore, but I feel like there should be. If he is Santa's shadow, then there should be a Mrs. Claus's shadow, right? I almost feel like there's a movie like that, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I want a Mrs. Krampus. I, I like Krampus. I like this world. I kind of, even though they're not the same affiliation, I want to watch the other Krampus movies. Give me Lady Krampus. I want to watch all the Krampus movies. I want to see what's up with it, even if it's not Mr. Dougherty, Mr. Doherty. Uh... But yeah, that was Krampus. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Krampus actually went longer than I thought it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be this long of an episode, but uh, kind of kept going. And uh, yeah, this was Krampus with Mr. James Hudson from Night Shift Video. You can find all of his shifts on his night uh, by shifting the night video. That's all good stuff. Uh, I have stuff, too. Uh, as If you're here, you could probably tell. Horse soup, that's what it says. Yeah, Night Shift Video, horse soup. Those are both the things. Uh, what are the most important plugs that I gotta say? I guess uh, uh, leave leave reviews. That's good, you know. That's good. Leave reviews. Oh yeah, there's a horror movie request at yahoo.com. You could give me soft requests. It's not set in stone. It's not like this. This is. Oh yeah, I guess that's the other thing. If you want a you hard, do this. you want a you hard request. Yeah. You can go to patreon.com slash uh, horror soup, and that's a hard request. Soft request is horror movie request at yahoo.com. Yeah, do it, because Caleb makes me watch a lot of shitty movies, so please request good movies. That would be awesome. Wait, no. 
that's not that's literally not what we want. That you're going in the wrong direction. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 okay, bye. It's a would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Horror soup. We'll keep you well fed It's gorgeous smell Could wake the dead Vegetable is just forgettable If your energy's low You know what to do Simply double on down Some of the spooky stew Blue wine and dine A hungry Frankenstein Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef, I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup, I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, I'm getting full. my belly's gonna burn. Give it, 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 give it,